What's it says? What does it say? Donde esta la car girl? <laughs> that thing is fire, dude. All right, so let's just freaking open right into it. All right, Nick Bender, legend, right. dude. What's man up, man? Of the pod. I mean, big friend of the pod. We really, really appreciate you, dude. I just want to acknowledge you for just like always being, you know, like there for me, always being a good guy, always being supportive. But it's just cool to like take a step back, you know, reflecting on when you had previously came on and just see like the growth, both on my podcast, but also on with Grunk Dolphin as well. I mean, like you're sitting right now and you're, uh, your packaging facility, like it's just badass, dude. It's cool to see. So I'm stoked to have you on, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think last time we talked, gosh, I don't know when that was November or December, but uh, mm. I was still packaging out of my office. So, you know, it's not that glamorous. It's my garage now, but it's, and we're about to double the size of this because we just, we have so much uh, inventory coming in now that um, this, this behind me, it's double-sided, but it'll be double what you see here in probably 30 days or so. Oh, wow. Is it, so like when you talk about products, is it mostly polos or like, what is your, your all this stuff product? is polos. Yeah. Hats, hats are on the other side of the wall, just stacked everywhere. Um, yeah. So all, everything you see behind me is, is full of polos. Yeah, dude, I love that. And it's just, again, going back and seeing progress, like, that's what life is, dude. Like, really? It's just putting in the grind, yeah. like, every bit, every day, and, like, over time, it accumulates. So, like, as someone kind of, like, looking outside in, it's it's just dope to see, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean, even on the inside, I have to pinch myself sometimes because, you know, it's like when uh, you have a kid and... Mm -hmm you don't see someone for a long time and the kid's like a foot taller and, and the person that sees them is like, Oh my God, your kid grew, but you see right. your kid every day. So you're like, Oh, I didn't even notice. Cause you know, I see, I see it every day. So sometimes you got to like step back and go, Holy shit. I like a year ago, I was sitting on the floor of my office with 20 polos or so stacked on a rack, yeah. pulling them off and sh you know, and shipping them out and i still haven't turned over shipping to anybody i still do all the shipping so yeah. my wife think, helps out a lot but dude do you think you'll, well so so do your kids i mean like i've seen on your story like it's a family business which i think is badass too like you'll have your kids it packing is. and like you know throwing labels on boxes like that's just so cool and like i want that for my family you know so i just want to acknowledge you man like it's badass to see yeah it's cool to see and it's cool because it's you know we're on the figuring out pod. So obviously talk a little golf too. My son has gotten into golf because he's so entrepreneurial minded that he yeah. sees the golf business that I'm now in and growing and he wants to be involved, you know? And so we got him in golf lessons and stuff now. And, yeah. and he's he drinking Corona too. Kid. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the non-alcoholic one for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Wait. No, he's not. Dude, so how was your birthday? I mean, bringing it back to golf, uh, yeah. that looked like a pretty sweet trip because Jess bought you that trip. Um, and I was like super jealous because, yeah, dude, Monterey so, has like a special place in my heart too. I mean, it's like the golf mecca, right? It, it really is. And there's a lot of places up there that I want to go now that I kind of was introduced. But basically what happened was, uh, you know, my, my wife's a big birthday person. Like she take, I don't really, I would never do anything for my birthday if it was up to me. But she was kind of teasing this like world, you know, bucket list golf trip as as my birthday gift for freaking like four months, dude. And and, you know, at first I thought Pebble, but then she said uh, there was some like stuff that came out where there, we were supposed to be taking a connecting flight somewhere. And 
we're only an hour flight from San Jose. So I was like, I can't, it can't be Pebble. So I had ruled Pebble out of my mind. Right. And so then I'm like, well, where, where could she be going that she knows that I don't, you know? And we get to the airport and sure enough, she's like, yeah, just kidding. We're going to Pebble. Oh, and by <laughs> the way, like a couple of our best friends are driving up tonight. And so you're going to golf with your buddy too. So I don't know if you know how Pebble works, but basically in order to get a, there's Pebble, Spyglass and Spanish Bay. Your boy, and, your boy's a Cypress guy, you know, so keep going, keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so those are like the three main ones that everyone wants to golf, but Pebble is far and above the most popular right. and you have to have a, a stay at the lodge mm-hmm. at Pebble beach in order to get a tea time there. And so, and, and now there's like minimums, minimum nights that you have to stay. So just to basically get around at Pebble beach, you're talking, you know, five figures, which is really? a lot. And Wait, so it's figures, definitely, really? well, cause it's about 1500 bucks a night to stay there. We yeah. were able to get two night stays, but I think this year they implemented a three night minimum. So depending on the time of year, you basically have to stay at the That's... lodge for three nights minimum in order to then go get a $600 round of golf at Pebble. Like, right. so but everything yeah, you're, is you're, sick. Th- you're so isolated in 17 mile drive too. It's not like there's a freaking seven 11 there, you know, like you have to go get your S car go and like, you know, you have yeah, to like actually, spend a lot of money on just like a, a funny, meal, right? What's what's funny is I will say the food actually wasn't crazy expensive. Like we ate at the tap room and of course like everywhere yeah. you walk there you just feel the history of the place. Um I think you know we ate at the tap room which was like basically like an old Irish bar that's attached to the Pebble Beach Lodge. And I think our I think we had, you know, we had appetizers, two drinks each and the meals and I think our 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 bill was maybe a hundred bucks. Like mm-hmm. the food isn't that crazy. The funny thing is though, I, you know, I always try to walk into a golf shop and see like, Oh, I wonder if they'd ever carry grunk here. Obviously like grunk yeah. Dolfer and Pebble beach are very different things. Yeah. I walk into the first golf shop there and it's like a regular RLX quarter zip that would be a hundred bucks in a, another shop. It was $460. All right. That's that. Pebble so the merch, premium, baby, you know, yeah, you put the pebble logo on it and it just skyrockets the price. We did find cheaper options. Like they had Travis Matthew and all the other brands too, but everything was a couple hundred bucks. So the the price on the merch was crazy. Food wasn't bad. And obviously the golf, um, but the golf was, we, we yeah, happened to have golf, the, dude. Let's talk a little bit about golf. Like what was the course like itself? I mean, you had to take a caddy as well, right? I mean, I, that's pretty, we actually didn't have to have a caddy. We didn't have to have a caddy, but the two we got paired with these two gals from Florida that it was like they were there on a bucket list trip too, and they uh, they got a caddy. So she basically at the first hole was like, "Use them all you want," you know, and 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 it was cool. We tipped them and everything still, but um, use uh, them all you want. Turned turn, turned out to be the best day of the year weather wise. Mm-hmm. Like literally, people had said this is the best day of the year so far, and um. And so, yeah, so it was perfect, dude. Like teed off at like nine o'clock was our tee time. And like the seventh hole, you know, the iconic par three. Yeah. I saw you posted something about that. I don't know if it was a real or what, but like that just looked pretty, pretty sick to. Yeah. I lipped, I lipped out a birdie putt. I, 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 I landed it a foot from the hole. So like it plays 90 yards. Right. And even the caddy was like, dude, literally three days ago, 
it was a five iron to get to the green here. Like that's how bad the weather was. And the day I was there, not a, not a, not an inch of wind, not a, not a mile an hour of wind, just the perfect sunny day, dude. It was, I literally felt high the whole time I was there. Not going to lie. Like, just you being probably in the were presence on of some all mushrooms that. or no no just kidding no yeah. no and i actually you know not to be off brand but i really didn't drink that much because i was right. just like soaking it in dude it was just like and i you know for me obviously i'm not not, not dan but i played really good golf hmm. that's what was the craziest part like i shot below my handicap you but know? dude, you've been you've been grinding like you you joined the no. club right or no you haven't been playing yeah that but much? Uh, but i don't i don't grind I don't have the time, dude. I just don't. I just really don't. So, but I got out there, I played, I shot an 84 and Mm -hmm. I'm a 12 handicap. Right. And I shot an 84. Granted, I had a guy helping me read the greens, but the next day at Spanish Bay, I shot an 85 and I had no caddy. So, dude, you should just move to, but, to the peninsula. I'm just kidding. I'm, t- I'm telling, dude. No, my my wife and I, we really do love it up there now, man. Like yeah. Big Sur, Carmel, that whole mm. area, dude. That it's just it doesn't feel like you're in California. That's mm. for sure. You know, yeah. it it's feels like you're in the forest, like some sort of like fairy yeah. tale like place. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I'll dude. Just explain it. And and I had scheduled to do what they call poor man's pebble. Have you heard of that? I've heard uh, of Pacific it, but Grove. I don't know the name of the course. Yeah. Is it? It's not in seventeen miles. It's just south or something. No, it's just uh just north. So it's like basically you have Pebble Beach along the coast here, and then Spanish Bay here, and then right above Spanish Bay, there's like a peninsula before it goes into Monterey. That Mm. peninsula is a municipal golf course they call Poor Man's Pebble, and it's like a hundred bucks to play, and it's right on the right on the water too. Uh, I was supposed to play there Saturday, but I we just ended up not. I was just, you know, like, ah, I've golfed Pebble in Spanish. Like, I'm yeah. good. You know, I could die happy. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So where did that fall on your bucket list of places? Has it always been, you know, at the top? I'm sure. I'm assuming it is, right? Yeah, I think it's been. I mean, I, I certainly have, you know, the Pinehurst and some other places like that are that are abandoned, you know, that I, yeah. I want to hit. But I mean, as far as stuff I did not think would happen at this stage of my life, it, it's up there that was up there dude that was up there shout out to yeah. jess dude that's pretty badass like crazy man she, you gotta she love, killed like, the it surprise and... pebble golf trip yeah like, what could beat that you know what i mean yeah it was wild dude yeah. and it so was, speaking uh, of golf yeah. dude what's going on with uh with grunk dolphin i mean you have a pretty busy week like what uh what uh drink good in mayo is this friday we got a, a sold out field i think it's 180 golfers is the number mm-hmm. now um which is a little oversold if you know but uh but it's a party so you know mm. we will have um yeah we're gonna have a couple we're gonna actually we designated a couple holes this time to be party holes like where we're gonna have music playing and heckling and all that yeah. kind of stuff sh- tequila shots being given out so yeah. is that oh yeah, as we, well it's at Oak Quarry. Yep, it's at Oak Quarry yeah. again. We just, dude, it's tried and true, man. That place, dude. They, they, that that place shows a lot of love. Like, I know you guys are like just they stacked do. in their pro shop, and like, I mean, pretty much all of your events to date have been at Oak Quarry, right? They have. We're we're finally, you know, we want to do at least one a year there. Um, we're gonna move away from it in December. We're doing it somewhere else. Um, 
but I mean, oh, Corey, if you don't know, it's like, it's pretty, it's pretty hard to beat as far as the quality of golf there. Like right. the course is typically in good shape, save a couple bunkers and, um, and it's a good location too. So. Mm-hmm. Dude. So party holes, I mean, what's going on? What does that mean? It sounds like a live event, dude. What, well, uh... again, true. Tr- yeah. I mean, dude, that's the goal is like, the goal for, for this tournament now as it evolves is we want to create a Grunk Dolfer experience, right? Mm-hmm. The, the tournament is the Grunk Dolfer experience. What does it mean to be a Grunk Dolfer, right? And what it means is uh, golf is a drinking sport, you know? And, and so that's what the whole ethos of that day is trying to announce. Like, you get there, you get a breakfast burrito and a Bloody Mary or a screwdriver, then you get to your cart. It's filled with six beers on each side of the cart. You know, mm-hmm. um, your swag bag, which comes with a Grunk Dolfer polo, which we make custom for every event, and a hat, which is that Donde Esta La Cart Girl is the hat that's being given out at the event. Dude, did you come up with that? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah, dude. It's just we're just trying to elevate, like. This time, Corona is still involved, and we got Prime involved, which is a big, you know, online hydration brand. And um, uh, yeah, so we're gonna, yeah, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. Dude, but that's part of why I think like so many guys love you as well. You know, like you had said an experience, right? And I think that's like a big part of success in brands because, like, a lot of the times, you know. I just feel like you have to kind of like play on those, those heartstrings of, of your customer. Like, how can you get them involved? How can you make them feel like a part of, of the brand itself? And like in golf, hosting an event like this is, is sort of like the way to go. Right. I think, I think so. I mean, there's a lot of companies that are doing it at a very high level, like the PGA memes guys, right. Bob does sports. Like these are, these are people that, uh, Bob does sports started doing it right around the same time we did. And obviously they have, you know, bigger followings and bigger connections to bigger brands, but we'll get there eventually. And um, yeah, I mean, I think um, the funny thing is ultimately the, the ethos of all of those are kind of in line with what we do, but we're just trying to make it, a, a, you know, have a specific experience that we can build on, right? Like mm-hmm. the one in December I don't want to tease too much about it, but it's going to be two 18 hole courses. It's going to be a two day event. It's going to be a a huge charity involved. So it's just, we're just taking it to another level Um, and still learning. Like I don't really know all the, all the economics behind making it like profitable and all that. I'm not really concerned with that right now. I'm just concerned with putting on the best event that we can do, you know? But guys love the brands too. I mean, like you see reposting all on your story, like people are super passionate about Grunk and that's like outside of looking in, like it's just awesome to see guys just like absolutely yeah, love the and brand. You, love you've been there about, from the very you know? beginning. You know, you've been, the, you've seen the evolution really in a cool way because we, we got connected with you right around the start when we were literally nothing, nobody, you know, we thought we were something, but no one knew who we were. And as the following has grown and, and, and the brand has grown, um, yeah, we're, we're creating, you know, I think that's the goal, at least for me in building a brand versus building a company is the brand has to have its own kind of life force that, that works itself. So ultimately your, your content becomes the people that are supporting the brand, not you, you know, 
And so well, I've dude, been grinding I also think on it's the... important, like just kind of also looking in, like you as a founder are just like all over. It's not like you hired models or anything like it's you. And I think that's like a very important thing in 2023, like from a founder perspective, someone, someone shared that with me as well, but to like see the owner's face, I mean, you are the brand, right? I mean, we, we see you all over the socials, Instagram, TikTok. I also well, think that yeah, I mean, like look, a big I... part of it as well. It's funny because candidly that's not the goal but it's Mm. the necessity right like and that's back to being like the business owner side of stuff is i gotta do what's needed and i can't afford models or i can't afford you know we just started that most interesting man in golf campaign i don't know if you saw that video you know and that's brad and did you see that on instagram no well i'll look at it yeah so like right now yeah i i parodied you know the most interesting man in the world And, you know, that's like, could I, I, could I have spent money hiring a production company and models and getting a a brand? Yeah, I could have, but like, what, what, what does the company need more? Does it need a model to be the face or does it need more inventory and more ad spend and, and, and all that, you know? And, but dude, I'm just saying like, I think it's powerful to see you as like the founder, you know what I mean? I don't know. To me, that just, that hits hard. And like maybe because I've been there for a round longer, but I think that it's like fucking badass, dude. I go back and forth on it though, because like, I think maybe early on that's good, but eventually you want the brand to outlive you. You don't want to be the brand. Like you want this brand, the Grunk Dolphin logo to stand on its own. Like you don't know who the, you don't know the face of the owner of Under Armour or even Bad Birdie for that matter, you know? Right. Um, So... I, I definitely know that's what's needed of me now is to be the face because I can create, you know, semi-engaging content and I can throw the polo on and, and be my own model and Brad can too, but I can't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, <laughs> I don't want, that's not right. sustainable. It's Wait, just so not, now that I'm thinking know? about it. Yeah. I do recall the Brad cause he was wearing like the blue shirt with like the pink, not the pink, but like the rusted rose. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I remember that. On one, no, it's like saying. a clip of a bunch. It's yeah. like a clip of a bunch of. Uh, yeah. My light's about to fall. Sorry. It's like a clip of like a bunch of a bunch of clips of him, and yeah. I hired a voice actor to 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 kind of in the style of the you know the Dosakis. Dos yeah. Talk talk about it, and so I'm gonna do like four or five of those videos. But anyway, like that's, that's a good, that's an ad campaign that we're now doing that it's costing me basically nothing. I paid a, a voice actor 40 bucks, like on yeah. Fiverr, you know, Shout out to Fiverr, and, and we're, and we're going to, we're going to, you know, hopefully generate a lot of business from that. But if I had done it, I just can't, I don't have the budget to go hire a team to do that. I just have to kind of figure it out on my own. And it, when the idea came to me, I had it executed within, within uh, four days, you know? Yeah. and so that being able to be, you know, be quick on the feet like that has, has helped us grow because we can kind of jump on opportunities from a social perspective um, quickly. So like when there's something trending, I can jump in and do it because I've been training myself to do that. I've been putting out a reel a day for the last month or so. Um, How has that impacted your business or like, what has that done for you? I mean, I think, I think our Instagram, I mean, we're still not, you know, we still aren't huge, but 
you know, we've grown at a pretty good percentage and pace just from having those consistent uploads and then making stuff that's shareable. And then on the back end of that, when you're running ads, um, like we had a couple of my master's videos get over a million yeah. views. Dude, I saw those, those um, went off when the tree fell, right? Yeah. 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 And so, um, those master's videos getting that many views when you get an impression, which is a view on social, on, on, on meta, you can then retarget that person via ads. So when you get a, you know, if you have, if you're getting 10,000 views a month, not a whole lot to retarget, but if you if you all of a sudden have 3 million views in a month mm-hmm. on this platform, you can retarget those impressions. Um, and, so when you and say build retarget, an audience around it. Like, what is that? As in like make content around what initially? No, no, no. No, I mean, I mean, like it's like in the back end of 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 the meta ad, the ad, the ads. So gotcha. when when I'm running ads, you know, um, I can, I basically can, I can target uh, people who have viewed three seconds or more of my videos mm. in the last thirty days, yeah. and then I so like if you go on and if you're if you've never heard of Grunk Dolfer, but then you saw that tree falling video where I'm clearly being sarcastic. Even most people, even though most people in the comments think I'm being serious about Dude, that's, we'll that talk kid. about that after, but keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so like once you, if you go see that video and you have no idea who I am, I can now retarget you with ads. Right. Like I, I'll come up in your feed now as a sponsored post. Mm-hmm. And so that, so, so that's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it because I want Grunk Dolfer to have a million followers. I don't care how many followers Grunk Dolfer has. I want to be able to retarget the impressions so that we can gain customers. That's the, well, I mean, that's, that's the why real these goal. These platforms are so valuable. I mean, like at the end of the day, yeah, it's like cool to have a big following, but like it's made sort of like with businesses in mind. I mean, that's how these companies are making money, right? Is like you are paying them to be seen by your customers essentially, right? I mean, they leverage and have so much data. It just blows my right. mind. It's crazy. So right. it's like a tool, right? I mean, at the end of the day, social media is just like a tool for us business owner. It, it really is. And, and that's the thing. It's And just like any tool, you'll get out of it what you put into it, right? Like, right. you know, a, a, a freaking screwdriver has a thousand functions, but if you just use it to screw in screws into the wall, that's all you'll get out of it. But if you use it for drilling and whatever else, you know, that's maybe a bad analogy, but yeah. you get my point, like stabbing the, someone. the Facebook, no, the, yeah. the, the, right. Yeah. The, the meta tool, you know, like if I didn't post anything, would I get something out of just running ads? Yeah. But like, can I optimize that? Yeah. And that's what I've been fo- really, really trying to focus on is how can we optimize the online presence so that we can get gain customers because that is old like again like i'm build we're building a brand grunk dolfer is a brand and and in order to build that brand you need customers and Mm -hmm. so the goal is how many customers can i get every day and that number is growing through i you know it's always a comp there's never one little thing that can go oh that's what it did it was like well we tried everything all the time consistently Mm -hmm. you know and, and that's what i'm really really trying to do now with the socials is yeah. just be consistent. No, but you know? it's like a cool and again tool, right? It's like double sided because like on one side it is sort of like a portfolio or resume for your brand, right? But then on the back end, like you're able to leverage 
all of these views, all of these impressions, all of this engagement to like, you know, see what's trending, yeah, but then it's, also it's, it's retarget. Like a, it's like a genius. It's right? like it's a snowball genius. effect, right? Like you, yeah. you get the immediate engagement of all the comments and people sharing, and then maybe, maybe it does help 1% of that, those people discover your brand and go, wait, what, who are these guys? Like, oh, wait, they make polos or are they just, you know, are they a meme page? What is it? And then, and then, and then you can retarget them with, oh, hey, no, we have these polos and these hats and blah, blah, blah. Like, are you a grunk golfer? Is golf's a drinking sport? Like, treat it that way, you know? And that's why, like, um, this is a good segue, but that we just launched these meme hats, right? Um, we, we start, you know, we have these hats that have our, our logo on them, but then I, I developed a hat that says bomb fairways, drink beer, repeat. And that kind of became one of our mantras. And that hat did so well on the ads where like you'd, you'd run a, I'd run a carousel ad and people would tag their friends in that hat's carousel. Mm-hmm. Like hundreds What's a of carousel them. ad again for someone who's a carousel ad is like, like, let's say I have five products and mm-hmm. you're scrolling down Facebook and you see a, one of the products. And if you scroll to the left, oh, okay. you'll see multiple, you know, each product has its own picture. Right. right? And that's a carousel. So like I was running a, a dynamic carousel ad, which basically means Facebook is going to decide what you, what you like or not, you know? Mm. And so Facebook started putting that bomb fairways hat in front of everyone because it was getting so much traction and we sold out of them. So I go, you know what, what if I had a, like, I'm good at creating memes. That's kind of what I do online. What if I had an entire line of meme hats? Mm. And that's where we came out with, I mean, Actually, Donde Estala Cart Girl came out of that. I just decided to use it for the tournament. But then we have Girl Magnet. We have Tailored Fade. We have Titties yeah. Hat, which is like a Titleist <laughs> yeah. logo. That's and like a we newer have... one, right? Like when the last Yeah, couple... these are all, these are, they're all right here. Like, so, mm-hmm. so, and we're, we're switching up the styles of hats too. So we're doing some curved brim stuff. So yeah. there's the, the it five looks like a too, logo. right? Like five yeah, panel so hats. Yeah. Saw... And then we got the uh, here for golf, but slashed out says drinking, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I, I created, and then this one, which this this one's almost sold out. Like, yeah. golf's a drinking sport, which makes That's me an sick because it's like it's a little, sp- it's like modern, like fit, but then like the new sort of branding, right? Right, right, yeah. exactly. And so, you know, um, those have done well. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling, but, um, yeah. it's just so been you... cool to see that, like, go ahead. I was just gonna say, it's been cool to see, like, uh, you can kind of through, through one, one hat that was bomb fairways, drink beer, repeat. I could see that it does really well on socials. I can then go back into my kind of design. I design another five of them, put them up on a carousel ad, and now they're getting traction, all of them, you know? Right. So when you think of like meta as a platform, you know, like you think of meta as a platform, right? Facebook, Instagram, which do you prefer to use? Do you run ads on both or is there like one that's maybe more lucrative than the other? Um, let me think here. It's hard because it's like a, uh, I go back and forth. Like I had some success on TikTok, but honestly, TikTok kind of sucks, dude. 
Yeah. If I'm being honest, yeah. compared Dude, to that's Meta, what I wanted to segue into after. So like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we do it now, but I thought that TikTok was like pretty sick as well, like from a small like a business perspective. No, I'd say it it's happens. like a necessary evil. If I'm being yeah. honest, like that's how I feel. I mean, that's the that's the that's the experience I've had with it. Um, all of our, you know, 90% of our traffic as far as sales come from Meta over TikTok. Um, they just have, it's weird, dude. They have weirder rules. They don't, uh, they don't like showing people drinking as much, which is weird mm-hmm. because I feel like if you scroll, if dude, you it's scroll like there, all porn. You... It's like softcore porn. Maybe that's my freaking algorithm. It's like chicks. Stretching. That must be your algorithm. But, Mine's all yeah. golf. I don't, Dan, oh I don't God. know what dude. you are looking at. Mine's all golf, dude. I, yeah. I just... Okay, yeah. Let's go uh, see your phone. No, I'm just kidding. But it, but the point the point remains. Like, okay. if that can be on the platform, why can't our golf drinking content be? And Facebook mm-hmm. has never had a problem with that. Right. Their algorithm is like smart enough to know that no this is a clothing brand like if we were promoting the consumption of alcohol and selling a you know a, an alcoholic beverage or something that right. would be a no-no but we're not and tiktok can't seem to get that right not all the time sometimes it gets it like it's just weird dude dude tiktok so, scares me like literally i'm like scared to go on tiktok but i know like i, I what i'm gonna do now with like the pod is because on Spotify, you're able to post like little clips as well, like little bites, like sound bites. But with TikTok, everyone is, it's just way more engaging. So I'm going to like add audio and do that. Like you said, it's a necessary evil because I think like at the end of the day, there is a lot of like virality within um, TikTok. And I know like you guys, when you first started running ads, did you like have any success on TikTok? Because I remember that was like a couple months ago, right? Like when you really kind of got um, into TikTok. Yeah, I mean, we had a couple we had a couple ads pop off, but like, it's not sustainable and it dips very quick. So like, you know, if you talk about like scaling an ad where you start with a hundred bucks a day, and then as you gain sales, you go to two and then three and then 400. So all of a sudden you're, you're spending 400 bucks a day, but you know, if the return on ad spend is there, who cares? Right? Like it's just like printing money. We've never been able to scale it. So like we've had stuff do well at the lower level, but then as we scale it up, it doesn't convert. Mm -hmm. And, and so, and I've been talking like TikTok actually has reps that reach out to us because when you're spending money, you know, they, they want to keep you spending money on the platforms. Um, and he's given us some tips and tricks and stuff, but nothing that's like changed the game. And I, our, our pro like there's some, there's specific like product based companies do very well on TikTok. Cause it's like a, you know, in real life, someone displaying the product in a, on a camera and showing right. how it works or whatever as a, as a brand, I don't, I just don't think TikTok is really, um, for us At, again, I, we're still going to keep testing it. And if we right. have something that pops off great, but like, it just doesn't convert. And, and frankly, like we've had TikToks get a million views and it c- doesn't convert to any sales. Mm-hmm. So I, in my mind, TikTok's a bunch of twelve-year-olds that aren't buying night set, you know, seventy-dollar golf polos. Right. Um, now I'm wrong because I know that people do have success on it, but like mm-hmm. that's just been my experience with it. And Meta, Meta has you have the Instagram, which is the younger crowd, mm-hmm. um, 
and then you have Meta, which is the older crowd. And, and most of our sales come from Facebook, like actual Facebook platform. Oh, really? Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So Facebook is still, I mean, we talked about this last time, but Facebook is still like alive. I mean, I want to say it's like still the relevant. most used yeah, platform, right? From a social perspective. It is. And, and it's um, because that's where all the boomers are and that's who buys stuff, you know, right. but you know, people our age and older 30, 30 and up are the ones buying golf polos and they're the ones with disposable income to spend a couple hundred bucks on a couple polos. Um, that's just the reality, you know, and it, it, dude, it is funny. I'll tell you this, the difference, cause you can see the vast difference in Instagram versus Facebook. As far as the, the, um, demographic we had that, that tree falling video. Okay. On Instagram, it got, uh, I think maybe a hundred thousand views. I don't know. And then on Facebook, it got a million plus views wow. and the comments on Instagram versus the comments on Facebook. Uh, just example, like, so I'll set the stage. The video is me talking over the tree falling at the masters. And I say, can, why didn't this kid that ran out of the way, take one for the team and get masters tickets for life for his whole family? Like how selfish, you know, and I'm being sarcastic, right? Everyone on Instagram, haha, dude, that's hilarious. Come on, take one for the team yeah. on Facebook. Take one for there the was, team. Yeah. there was everything from you're a piece of crap. How dare you fix your hair? Your hair looks terrible. Um, obviously the kid would die if he got hit by a tree. Masters would never allow it. You sign a waiver when you get onto the ground, but like all this, like matter of fact took, took me seriously. Like as if I was really right. asking for this 12 year old running away to get hit by the tree so that his family could get masters yeah. tickets. Like, and it, so, and then I realized like, Dude, that's just an older demographic of people that just don't understand yeah. the way the internet works, right? Like, dude, they don't understand. It's just interesting like, to see because, like, I've had a couple reels go viral too, and like, people take things like super literally. And like, I yeah. think the fact that, like, from a psychological psychological perspective, for someone to take time out of their like busy day, because dude, everyone's busy, right? Everyone's working, everyone's got like some sort of thing they're doing. Like, for them to take time out of their day to feel so like triggered or like feel some s sort of way to go out and like comment their opinion on a post to me that, that, that you have no idea who the other person is you're posting. Like that to me is just like an incredible thing that like exists today. And like, you have yeah, to create, like, if you can create content like that, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter if you're joking or not. Like it, it's just engaging. You know what I mean? Like it's triggering yeah. whatever it is for better and or worse. It's crazy. I've been known to like be the guy that claps back at people making stupid comments which I know that there's like a rule of thought that you just shouldn't engage with those people, but right. you know, I control them pretty well. And Brad and I go back and forth on whether or not I should do that. And I think as, as we grow, I probably won't, I won't even have the bandwidth to do it, but, right. but it's funny because I have found that when I clap back at people and kind of own them and make them look silly, it gets more engagement and then like the people that think it's funny that I'm clowning on this guy who tried to take the time to be like obnoxious towards us or whatever, they end up like 
finding us and discovering us and being like, oh, dude, these yeah. these guys are funny. Like, look at them clap back at this Dude, guy. it goes down yeah. in the comments section. Like, I really feel like that's I know. truly uh, – I know. That's like another and, and way of fun- kind of building your brand out is like appeal- being appealing because it like really shows your personality, like being quick-witted, you know, like engaging as well, like in written form. And like that can right. that can really like strike a chord with someone as well, like you're saying. Right. Yeah. And that – so, you know, I try to not be as mean as I have in the past, but, I, I you know mm-hmm. – sometimes what pops into my brain is just ruthless. So I just go for it. (laughs) Love it. Okay. So real quick, can you give like a quick, like, like what is CPC? Like what are some of the analytics you kind of look out for when you uh, like are buying ads from like a, you know, ad spend perspective? I know like CPC is one of them I've heard. I know there's a bunch of acronyms, right? Yeah. I mean, like there's a, a bunch of stuff you could look at and frankly, it's hard to find really Accurate analytics, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, yeah. There's so CPA is like cost per acquisition, which is like probably the biggest one. It means how much you are are you paying to acquire a customer, right? And that number matters because you know if you're selling a, a ten dollar product and it's costing you forty dollars to to acquire that customer, that's not probably a good a good right. CP, CPA. Um, now, if you know the lifetime value your client is a, a customer is one hundred and fifty dollars and it's costing you forty bucks, then that's a good good CPA. But with being a newer brand, you don't know what the lifetime value your customer is. You just, right. I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe after a few years, we'll have data like that. But right now, all we have to go on is the gen, our general rule of thumb is we want our CPA to be thirty percent of the gross sale, right? So if, mm. if our average order or average order value AOV, so if our AOV is like a hundred bucks, I need the bucks. CPA to be 30 bucks. Right. That's what we try to stick to. Um, so, and then from there you can scale it, you know, like when you have a CPA after a few days, it's hitting that, that number you scale, you, you add, add spend to it. Mm-hmm. So but that's, that's like a that's dynamic option, like you said, right? I mean, like at the end of the day, you kind of like, you just link your credit card and you you have to like understand kind of what's going on. But then like, they'll almost put, they'll just like automatically charge your card for like it ramping up, right? No, spend, no, no, that's not dynamic. Yeah, you know, you have to increase ad spend. So every time you create a campaign or an ad set, you put the budget. And so you know, let's just say I start an, a campaign and I put a hundred dollar budget and after a week it's doing, it's doing four ROAS and, and a $20 CPA. I'm going to ramp it from a hundred to 200. And because then if it's, it's showing, those numbers, it's, it's like promising, right? So you're like, right. okay. And yeah, then, and then, sense. and then one of two things will happen. It'll, well, three things. It'll stay the same. It'll ramp up more because you're penetrating the audience double basically or it'll kind of peter off and that four row as will go to three and then to two and you're like ah shoot and you have to turn you know then then you start over but Mm -hmm. um the what we've because and you have to do a ton of it dude like you're doing all kinds of different ads you're doing video ads image ads those carousel ads like we talked about and you just that's the 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 thing about that i've really learned since we talked last is content is everything you just need you need more if content is a funnel right you just need to constantly be feeding the funnel 
because ultimately it'll be like three things that are working, but eventually one will stop and you'll need another one to take its place. Mm-hmm. So um, we're just constantly trying to put out. Then? Do you try to like break it down as like, all right, here's a funny piece. Here's a meme. Is it like structured in your mind or is it this thing that's kind of like pretty fluid? Like, okay, I feel like doing this or I have this idea. Boom. Or like how calculated are you from your perspective in that? Like, do you have a content uh, I mean, calendar I'll, or what? It's, it's just, no, unfortunately it's like, like the most interesting man in golf thing that I think is going to be pretty, hopefully get some traction here in the next couple months that just came to me in the, in the morning, dude. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, cause I am, it's, it's just about obsessing, you know, right. and it's unfortunate cause you have to spend a lot of time online looking at trends and, and things like that, which, which isn't something I'd prefer to do. Um, and then if like a trend happens, I'll put something together or like, dude, like I golfed Saturday, I golfed Saturday in PJ West, which I saw your Flex. boy, Tristan, dude, don't you love that guy? I fucking love, I've been trying to get him on the pod. That for guy's so long. wild. Dude, Tristan Taylor, dude, like so, people talk shit about Tristan, but he's literally like the nicest guy. Wait, they do? Some guys, some of my friends okay, are like, so oh yeah, he's too bombastic. He's too loud. I'm like, dude, you've never met oh, the guy. Shut up, dude. He's funny. Yeah. So uh, I saw him on your socials and yeah. I followed him. I'm like, man, this guy's wild. And, yeah. and didn't think anything of it. I knew he like worked at PGA, but PGA West is huge, you know? Yeah. So I'm on the mountain course on Saturday. Which and is I fire, this dude. Guy. The back nine is yeah, crazy. Yeah. 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 I hear this guy rolling up and he's like screaming and he was driving someone out to their foursome, like yeah. the meeting a foursome. And I'm on the tee box of a short par three. And I go, Hey, I saw you on my buddy's, uh, my buddy Dan's Instagram. He's like, who are you? I'm like, oh, I'm the grunk golfer guy. He's like, oh, I've seen, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then I freaking birdied the hole. And he <laughs> like, we took a photo together. We tagged yeah. you in it. Uh, but dude, he's anyway. Dude, I love that guy. That. But, um, oh, okay. So I'm, I'm at PGA West. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I film the cart, the beverage cart driving up. And it's like a 12 second video and I say nothing. And then I just end up um, thinking about, Oh, would it be funny if like your cat calling, you know, cat calling the bev cart. Yeah. And then she rolls up and it ain't like, you know, the hottest thing you've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. And I made a video and it got like 200,000 views on, on a reel. Yeah. And that, so that just like, I videoed it not knowing what it was going to be. I was sitting there the next morning and I was like, I'm going to make it like this. So I edited cat calls in. Mm-hmm. And then like it freezes right before it rolls up and it goes, it was at this moment he knew he fucked up, you know, like yeah. one of those and it freaking blew up and we got people being mean to me. Like, Oh, how dare you? And right. then people like, ha ha ha. This is funny. People tagging. So like dude, that, and, and that's a real, like, and there's right. nothing grunk golfer related about that other than the engagement. Like the mm-hmm. engagement is great for the brand. Um, and then, and then you'll have, you know, more, more polo centric reels that, right. you know, that is more like an edited, highlight reel of our polos or edited highlight reel of our hats so it's just kind of a combination of all of it you know that so do that you think I, about it have... as like like each time you post like oh like here's my goal like i'm trying to get x amount of views or, or like x amount of impressions or is it more of just like you said trying to pump out as much as possible it's uh right now the the only goal is a reel a day that's right. that's it and, mm-hmm. and then posting stories throughout the day but, you know, a lot of my day-to-day, I'm not on the golf course. So it's really hard to do the right. stories other than sharing other people's stuff. 
um, that's what it, where it's great, where we are starting to build a community of people that are pretty much right mm-hmm. daily posting stuff with us in it. So, yeah. um, yeah, so just a reel a day is the thing. And then like, yeah. you know, if, if 10% of the reels pop off, you know, once every 10 days, you'll have a reel get a couple hundred thousand views, you know, yeah. and then that, that adds followers that adds engagement that adds all, you know, all of it, it all just kind of helps itself. Yeah, you know, you and we'll like see. A we just social we, presence, right? I just feel like that's yeah, part of twenty twenty three. Yeah, and, and and knowing the algorithms, right? Like that's the thing. Like I can't figure out TikTok's algorithm. I'll have a, a video get a million views, and the rest get like two hundred. It's the wildest thing. But um, uh, Instagram's pretty consistent. They they want yeah. they want you to post like four to six stories a day and a reel a day. And if you can do that, you'll stay at the forefront of like when, if someone follows you and they go onto their page and you've posted a reel that day, you might be one of the first three or four posts that they see when they start scrolling, you know, and that's really where you want to be in order to keep the engagement high. I think, I mean, that's, again, I'm just going off of what I've been seeing by doing it every day. Dude, one thing that I've realized is like sort of this arbitrage of attention between TikTok and Instagram and how like TikTok is sort of leading the way in that things are just so stimulating and things are so almost like yeah, out of this cuts. world and raw. You know what I mean? Like, but I, but I notice like if something's trending on Instagram or on TikTok, there's like this arbitrage between like when it slowly makes its way to Instagram. So what I'll do is I'll just type in like golf. Like here's my little nugget value to go viral. Like I'll just type in golf on TikTok, filter it by like all time or like any period, you know, it's like six months, one day, and then I'll filter further by like like count or something like that to like just show the cream of the crop rise to the top and basically like see what that is and then either remake it or the other thing that like I feel like not many people talk about now is how these big brands will like literally just repost something from another account. Like that's what Bob does sports. Like he literally, like he has a blue check before you could buy them. And he would literally just like rip stuff and like, not even it be related to him. Yeah. Like they brands do that now, dude. Like, why can't we do that? And I'm starting to do it too. Like, fuck it. Why not? Well, no, I've started to, you'll notice too, like one of every five posts is like a meme that I thought was funny. And, and, you know, I make sure I give credit to, right. to the, to whoever I found it from, but it's likely that the person I found it from wasn't the original any either, you know, yeah. like you have some meme pages that, you know, are spitting out original content, but a lot of it's all recycled, dude. Like, and so some of my stuff is that like, it's just, oh, this is freaking hilarious. It's on brand. I'm posting yeah. it and I'm giving credit where credits do, you know, I feel like people don't talk um, about that. People dude. do like, that realistically, us. like people fucking just rip stuff now. You know what I mean? Like without like, so that's just the name of the game. So if like, these are the rules, like, why would you not do it? Like if it's previously worked before, why would you not do it? If the biggest yeah. brands are, no, doing I mean, it. I, I get it. Like it's, you know, there was a, there was like a, I mean, eventually it's going to be, there's going to be some type of, govern governing body around it where you you know it's just gonna happen but um yeah for now it's the wild west as far as that goes like yeah dude so like i posted this thing that went viral recently got like 1.5 million views right 
and someone sent me it reposted on another t on another account but it was it was, like they tagged a tiktok and i don't even fucking i didn't even post it to tiktok so they had sent it to yeah me, like, that's that's the problem just recycles but i agree with you there's gonna yeah. be a day where it's like almost copyright content right right well and, and they've already done that pretty heavily with the music side of stuff right like right you got to be careful with how you especially you know who's great at it and i've been trying to post more to youtube shorts you can't get away with any music in YouTube shorts. They will, mm -hmm. they will cut your sound off like mm -hmm. pretty much right away. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool that we game, have these but... as tools, right? Like, like imagine if right. you going to like pro shops and just freaking selling your shirts to like, you know, like it's a different name of the game. So I don't know, like I'd right. rather play in this pool than that pool. Yeah, I go, dude, I, I go back and forth. I mean, I, I love uh, being, you know, I think we're in 40 golf shops now. I love being, I love that side of the business because it feels like market validation, like community validation, like golfers are, are, you know, wanting us versus like, you know, people that golf online. It's a different mm -hmm. community. And so it's cool to have both, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I go back and forth. Like I love the online stuff, but it gets taxing and it's, it's one of those things. It's like, uh, it's like, you know, it's like health or anything. It's like, you have to just be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's the only way you'll grow, you know? Right. For sure. I just thought of something about, um, like the actual pro shop. So like, say you wanted to get into a pro shop, would you just basically like find the GM's it, contact information and like set up a call and and just like pitch them on your yeah, product I mean, or how do you get into a golf shop depends on the size of the pro shop but sometimes a lot of times it's the gm sometimes there's a designated buyer for the shop or multiple shops mm. and so it's just yeah i mean it's just cold call which is where my background and brad's background is, is is in sales so that's that's not a big uh that's not a big barrier to entry for us you know calling mm. a pro shop and asking who does the buying that's pretty much how we start and, and that's another great thing about the golf community is there's nobody, there's nobody that's trying to like gatekeep you. There's no one like, no, you can't talk to that, that person. It's like, no, nobody's really like that. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, we have our, our share of people who like are flaky or whatever, like anything, but you know, you, you just blow through that. I mean, vast majority of people in this spit, that space are love what they do. You know, they're in golf, so they love it and, and they're happy to help. And they love, they love talking to new brands, especially one like ours that's coming in and kind of has a message, you know, because they can sell that on, on a floor. Like they can sell that, that dream on, uh, uh on display, you know, mm -hmm. they can put, you know, we have these like, um, PVC cutouts of our logo with our name and our tagline that they can set on, on the shelf with a display of our hats, our polos, our club head covers. Mm -hmm. And it tells a cool story, you know, and, and like, who's not there to drink, you know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. less than 50%, like most golfers are there to at least crack open a brew or two, you know? Yeah. Or and seven, even if not, you know? you, yeah. 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 And, and even if not, you can still hit them with good designs and good quality stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you value out? Do you value, um, like getting into the pro shop maybe more than like an online sale or like, where do they, where does that kind of fit between like those two clients or two customers? Cause like one's B2B one's B2C, right? 
Yeah, well, the the hard part about the 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 wholesale. Now it's funny because we've we've seen traction on the online, for, and you know if we are able to ever communicate with people, they say, "Oh, I saw you at Oak Quarry, or I saw you at Indian Wells, or whatever." And you know, and I've seen people out in public with our our hat on. I was when I was at the Amex Open in January. I saw a guy with our hat on, and I was like, "Dude, where'd you get that?" And he was like, "Oh, I golfed at Indian Wells Golf." Dude, that's got to be the craziest I, fucking thing of oh, all time. It's right? the coolest feeling, dude. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. We it's happened twice now, uh, where I see someone in public, you know, and uh, actually, I was driving through um, McDonald's a couple of days ago. I was craving a freaking breakfast sandwich, and the guy in front of me goes, "Grunk Dolfer," and I go, "What? Who are you?" It's like, oh, I work for TaylorMade. I was at like a fitting and one of your guys was there. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so anyway, the problem with wholesale is you don't acquire the customer, right? Like you acquire them in the fact that they know your brand and they might look you up and follow you. But like when you get an online sale, now you have that customer's information. So you can hit them with emails and marketing, or, you know, upsells and stuff like that. And on wholesale, you can't do that. All you're doing is getting, you know, if the stuff's moving in the store, which it does, tends to do, you just can, uh, you know, the the golf shop will buy more stuff, but you're not actually acquiring a customer. Yeah. But are those deals more like consignment based or are they pretty really much no. just buying it at a wholesale pricing and then they'll mark it up? Yeah, they're buying it at wholesale market. because, yeah, they mark it up. It's called Keystone. So they'll mark it up double whatever they're buying it from you. and and they they embroider their logo on it most of the time. So, but do you make like more money from like a pro shop or like D to C, like directly to the consumer? It's pretty close to yeah. even because after you factor in the that the cost of you know acquiring the customer online, but again, then you acquire. So it ends up being more lucrative online because then you acquire the customer and you could retarget them and they buy two or three more times throughout the year, right? versus the wholesale guy that's buying once. Can I go pee real quick? Can we pause? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right, I'll be it. right back. So bad. Just pee in your pants, dude. Uh, I'm going to put my headphones down. I'll be right back. Okay. All right.
Are you still having fun? Dude, that, that yeah, dude, I am. That's why I was like, I want to take a pee break. I don't want to just... Uh, this is this is it. fucking value so, right here, dude. You're just giving giving the world it? fucking. I never know. Just business consultant, baby. I just like. All right, so let's business, talk. You know, dude. Me too. That's why I'm fucking <laughs> figuring it out. So, like, when you think about emails and like LTV, lifetime value of a customer, like how valuable are emails? I mean, emails to me like seem like they're everything because you're able to retarget these people. Yeah, I mean that's in theory that's where you make your money because you're target you're you're reaching out to them for free and then you're you're making money off the email. We started ramping up our emails to where we're doing like a consistent you know eight emails a month, two a week. And one of the things that I've implemented I was talking to somebody, you know, just getting advice and I was like uh they were like, "Well, especially when you get like email lists of people that might not have bought from you. Maybe they just touched your site and then never, you know, like never, never did anything. They're just hitting them with like offers. Isn't going to do anything. Cause they don't, they don't care. You have to hit them with value. Right. Mm-hmm. So like on Inst- if you follow us on Instagram, you get a ton of value, right? Because you get, you get reels, you get comedy, you get golf, all of it. But if, if you're just like subscribed to our email list, what value do you get? If I just go, Hey, here's a, here's 20% right. off or Hey, here, this is back in stock. So one of the things I implemented, which were um, started in April is a monthly newsletter that I call, I'm calling the 19th hole amendment. Um, and I basically once a month uh, am, am doing a, uh, it looks like a newspaper and it, it right. goes out to our email as a newsletter, but it just goes out as one of our email blasts. Um, and I do like a cocktail of the month. Um, and I, I say like, Hey, here, here's the ingredients. If you want to make this cocktail, here's the type of grunk dolfer that drinks this cocktail. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like I do a portfolio or show me profile of like the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you can, uh, we're eventually going to upload them into like a blog post on our website once I get a few banked, but yeah, I mean, that's, and then, and then, so I do that and then I, and then I do a 19th hole review where I review a bar at a golf course for, and it's brief, dude. It's like a, it's not like I take a picture of it and then I review like the food, the drinks, the bartender service and the overall vibe and give it a, give it a score, like a pizza review, like a barstool sports type of deal. And, and so I'm doing that and that's, and that's where like, I'm hoping we can generate like value by people that just come back and want to know, Hey, what's the cocktail of the month? Hey, what's, what's this, what's this 19th hole like, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be doing that once a month as part of our email blast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been really evolving that side of the business. Cause to your point, like, you know, we're getting it to the point where, Oh, every time we send an email, we make X amount of dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you want to balance that with, I don't want to over, I don't want to overload people to where they stop. Right. reading so mm-hmm. you got to add the value side in there um yeah dude i again, love alex Ramosi. he talks out, all about offers and like just value in general and like how can you make someone an offer that's like they'd be stupid to say no to and like at the end of the day it just comes down to value like how can you just jam pack as much value right how can you give to people uh as much value whether it be like education or entertainment as possible for them to basically get to like like trust you right 
right or like want to hear more from your brand yeah and, and i think the 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 first the thing i'm the mistake i made out of the gate is i wanted to create a brand and like the the grunk dolfer brand came first so i was all about like oh i just want you to buy my polos and blah blah, blah. And, and you know if you look at like a bob does sports right well he has his apparel stuff and all this stuff but like what did he do before that for years he was just building he was building brand equity like he was mm -hmm. he was providing immense amount of value through his content and asking for nothing right it was mm -hmm. just like you're here because you're like you like me and i'm funny and blah 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 and you know there was an occasional ad drop in there, there but then when he launches breezy apparel oh my god it's like take my money 90 dollar polo no problem right? right and that's because he built up so much brand equity and so grunk dolfer because we started as a brand and we're kind of bringing social along simultaneously you know you have to have a balance of both where you are providing that value but you you still got to sell polos to keep the lights on you know right oh that's an interesting point for sure all right, you're taking a sip of Prime. Let's talk about it, man. Let's bring it back to the to the brand itself. Let's bring it back to dude. That was a huge signage because Logan Paul and KSI. I mean, they they've like blown up with Prime. Like, how do you how did that happen? That whole like Prime sponsorship. It was pretty funny. Um, I, I you know I, I just was looking for sponsors for our golf tournament. You know, we had we had Krona on board, and you know we wanted a hydration sponsor, somebody that you know could provide us with uh, with something to keep people hydrated while they're drinking an immense amount of Coronas. And so I reached out, it was kind of one of those timing, right place, right time things. I reached out to their like support line and I said, hey, I'm sponsoring a golf tournament here, blah, blah, blah. Um, would you like to be the hydration sponsor? And they said, uh, yeah, uh, we're about to launch our like ambassador program. So not only do we, would we like to be involved in that, but like, we'll just send, we'll just make you an ambassador too, like no Grunk Dolfer. And I go, yeah, cool. Like at first I was like, well, that's not really what I want. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for sponsors for my tournament. I don't want to be a brand ambassador for you as far as Grunk. But then once I realized like, oh wait, like, so they're going to send me a case a month and I, I'm. I, I get, you know, I get the hydration that I need. And then I just, you know, and then <laughs> dude, it's, it's building a relationship. It tastes, it tastes like priest. It's great, man. Yeah. I've dude, it's, it. it's yeah. legit. Like it's, it's no joke. Like I'm it's not like coconut just water, like, right? It's, it's legit. This is the energy drink, but it's legitimately oh. good flavor. And, uh, mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, hydration is like BCAAs and coconut water. So, mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, but, uh, but then, you know, so they're like, all right, yeah, we want to make an ambassador. Um, so we'll send you a case a month. And I was like, all right, that's cool. But like, I need like a hundred cases for my golf tournament. Can you make that happen? Like, I want everyone to have two prime bottles in their gift bag as so that they could stay hydrated. They're like, yep, no problem. So they made that happen. Um, you know, and I hope that they'll be involved in a bigger way here in the December one, even. So once I show them what our event's all about, cause they don't know who we are, you know? So I'm hoping if I can gain some traction with them, you know, I'm looking, I want to build relationships with these bigger brands like Prime, like Corona, like hmm. freaking Tito's, you know, like I want to have, I want to have like a brand in every kind of avenue that meets, that fits our ethos. 
so that when we do these tournaments and stuff, we just call on those people to help put it on for us. Hmm. But when you think about like a, a company like Prime or like Tito's or Corona, I mean, you name them, like you guys are sort of like the prime brand to work with, right? It's just like a great fit. It is, but we're nobody, right? Like, and, right. and you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do bigger and bigger stuff with Corona. You know, I'm trying to lean into that. The My goal is like right now it's a benefit for me to attach my brand to them. But mm. eventually when we're the name in golf of golf is a drinking sport and being the brand that is associated with drinking while you golf, well, Corona is going to want to be attached to me, you know? Mm. And that's try to, that's kind of how I try to think about it. Like, no, 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 you, you not need me, but like, you're going to want me. So take the ride with me, you know, as I build the brand, help me build it. And then, you know, one day when we're the drinking sport in golf, the, the name in golf of drinking, um, mm -hmm. you know, you'll, you'll be the beer that everyone wants to drink, you know, cause that's, that's a push. If you look at like, uh, what like Michelob and Bud and some of these other places are doing, they're they're tailor making a lot of their content to golf like right. they really are i think the super bowl commercial the Michelob ultra super bowl commercial was like canelo alvarez golfing you know what i mean and so there's a big push for those beer brands to be involved in golf and we're poised to help show that this is the beer the corona premiere with a little bit of lime which is how i like it Donde is, the, is the, the way to go. Away. Yeah. Carnal. Yeah. Donde esta la... Yeah. No, that's badass. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Like, so before golf, you were working in insurance. Like, and, or excuse, right? I mean, like, you still, still do am. technically. But, like, what has it been like for you to kind of, like, take on a new industry? And, like, what have you learned about the industry? And, like, from your perspective, where do you see, like, golf going as a guy who's, like, you know, you have your brand like where where is golf going um i think golf is going the grunk golfer live golf route that's i think even you're already seeing the changes in the pga like they're stepping up their game they're making their events but i mean look the waste management open obviously is the one but it, like i was at the amex open dude there mm -hmm. it's it's getting there like they want to turn a, a golf events into into parties like They'll still have their VIP section for all the old hoity-toities of the world. But honestly, I see golf becoming, um, you know, like a funky game. Like, mm -hmm. I really do. Like, it's it's like a rowdy crowd. There's still a lot of respect, obviously, for the game and its history. But, like, ultimately, I, I see, like, I don't, I don't see why in the next 10 years – our brand can't live as a staple like face of of a golfer or or a, a tournament in the PGA or whatever like you know a lot of people would look at our brand today or even 5 years ago and say ah this is this isn't like brand friendly but like i think in 10 years this will be the stuff that people are gravitating towards not mm -hmm. the stuffy old nike's and adidas you know foot joy like fuck all those people, you know, like they're yeah. boring and all they're doing is just piggybacking off of what we're trying to do. You know, they'll, they're, they'll, they're coming out with their wild designs. I saw like Victor Hovland with his freaking 
Jay Lindbergh thing at the yeah. Masters that day one that that like bright thing yeah. you know dude that got a lot everyone's of trying to do it yeah 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 so that's that's kind of where I see go- golf I really think like Liv has came in and shook up the game I don't know what where that's all gonna land as far as like how popular it'll get because um, they still don't get a lot of coverage but hmm. um, that's why but what I think you're gonna do what I, I think is gonna happen is the PGA is gonna become more of what live golf is trying to do mm-hmm. and they'll just absorb like not absorb it but like they'll just basically go okay yeah we could do that too we can make it a party and then pga will become a party and then live golf i don't know i don't know that it dies out but something's got to come to a head with that because like um i don't know it just it's i don't know that you can may have two leagues you know it's like right. the xfl did anybody watch that this year no, just the lingerie football so. league. But no, I think you guys are like pretty well primed, like well positioned, right? I mean, everyone's drinking on the golf, but like it's just a part of golf. Like when you look at it from a percentage standpoint and like you go to these yeah. events, like you see guys just holding like 20 cups, right? <laughs> just like an empty cup. Oh, that's the, that the best part is like, dude, I mean, the most viral things are like people drunk at golf courses. You know what I mean? Right. And oh, yeah. uh, it, it's so fun, dude. And like, dude, I, I like my mind goes crazy with what we can do in the game of golf, like in a mm-hmm. big way. Like, obviously, we have these a- amateur tournaments that we're doing, but there is no reason we can't do a grunk golfer championship where mm-hmm. it's a legit corn fairy or PGA or live golf tournament that is mm-hmm. ours that has full coverage, but may, you know. Or maybe I thought it would be cool to do like a, a Grunk Dolfer championship that ha- that like think about it playing like filming exactly like a PGA where you have you know uh, the golfers and their caddies and and camera people following, but you know maybe they're allowed to drink on the course. Yeah. Maybe they're you know maybe Dude, maybe they're allowed to sw- swear. Like right. maybe they're allowed. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe it's just like it feels more like a round with your boys, but it's pro golfers playing at an elite level. I mean, why can't that be one week, one weekend uh, yeah. on the tour? You know, like like you know, waste management is working towards that. But imagine if if it was that, but like, oh, dude, freaking JT cracks open <laughs> yeah. cracks open a bu- a, a beer, you know, yeah. after a bad a shot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right, like. I just think that we could do so much with that. Um, We're like sponsoring a whole too, like sponsoring like 16 at waste. I'm working on it. Would be, would be crazy, man. It's a goal. It's a goal. All right. So let's talk through like your catalog and like this season. Are there any new like products or um, designs or what's going on? Well, we, we have our, like we have our best sellers now that we're like kind of continually just keeping in stock. And as stuff sells, we're doing it. But yeah, we're we're launching our uh, we're launching our like uh, Memorial Day Fourth of July yeah, line, I which that. is yeah. uh, I, I talked today, about it today. It's like we have this, yeah. yeah, we have the Stars and Stars Polo and the Patriot, which are a couple new designs that are on there. Um, and then we'll be launching like a kind of like a end of summer collection into fall. Uh, and I'm working on all those samples and everything right now. Um, and then we have the, those meme hats that just dropped. We got a couple bucket hats 
We got yeah. the uh, those are the sick. navy yeah, bucket I saw Mikey hat in uh, and that the photo white, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> Mikey the white one. It. Yeah, Mike killed Mike killed it, dude. Yeah. And then we got the drinking sport pattern on the bottom. So yeah, yeah just stuff like that. Um, we got the uh, we have our club head co- the driver cover, and we're mm-hmm. launching a, a the mystery gift for our um, golf tournament on Friday is a putter cover. So we got a mallet and a blade putter cover coming out. It's actually live on our site now, but I haven't advertised it. Um, got a bunch of new koozies. We got uh, we got the here for golf drinking koozie. These are the magnetic. Everyone loves these. These things are crazy. We got the cart girl magnet koozie. Yeah. We got the hold my beer koozie, which we've had for quite a while, but we got those back in stock. Yeah, they're, dude, I don't know. I so, sent you a picture. Remember that one time I was I was playing Balboa with a buddy, and like you had said you'd seen or some guy like approached you twice, but he had like the Grunk Dolfer uh, koozie on him. I sent you pictures of that. This was like a couple months. Yeah, ago. that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. See, it, it, I mean, it, it's inevitable that like you know eventually the brand will get out there, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's cool to see. It's really cool. Yeah, it's finally like people don't think I'm crazy anymore. I don't think like, you know, obviously think about two years ago when I had the idea of the name Grunk Dolfer, just think, imagine you're like my wife and I'm an insurance broker and you know, I make a good living and all of a sudden I say, Hey, I have this idea for a golf company called Grunk Dolfer and I'm going to make polos and hats and I'm going to build a brand, you know? She's like, you're an idiot. What are you talking about? You well, know? dude, that's the thing about this. Like in business, it's like personal development. It's like the ultimate form of personal development. You know, like you have to just keep going and keep going and keep going and you do. And like, that's why I really, really appreciate you, you know? And like, I really like look up to you. Like, I think you're, you're badass, like what you're doing. I think it's like the hardest thing to do in life is to like make progress, take action, move forward. And like, you're doing it. So that's why it's cool to do this and like always reflect and come back and just talk about stuff. And talk about like humble beginnings and and like to also talk about the future, like where you want to go and like where you see yourself, because I think uh, like it's good to just check in like periodically, you know, and it's badass to see like yeah. every day, like growing and, and working. Same thing with a pot. It's just like it's hard. And yeah, people might think you're crazy, but like you see the ultimate vision and it's just cool to like connect with you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh like, especially with like what you're doing with the pod and what we're doing on socials, it's like, you kind of have to, you know, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. When no one's listening, you have to act like everyone's listening, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what we've tried to do with Grunk. And as we build up this following of, you know, we're starting to have like an actual loyal following where as soon as we drop a new something or other, we get X amount of people that are buying it, you know? And, And then as soon as we launch a tournament, x amount of people are signing up like that that evolution and that growth has been cool to see uh, mm-hmm. coming from you know something that just started in in my dumb brain you know mm-hmm. um evolving into what it is now that's that's been yeah, pretty but cool. it compounds and, over time right like that's what this is it's like a long-term kind of play yeah exactly. it's gonna suck yeah. starting off you know whether you're starting a business or a podcast or just like even posting something on social media you know it's like easy to get discouraged but you just have to keep going is really what it is. Right. Yeah. Right. So, dude, that's pretty much all I had. I mean, any closing words? Where can people find you? Where can people support you? 
Brunk Dolfer on all socials, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We're also on there. I'm trying to do more when shorts When did you guys start there. YouTube? Um, oh, just shorts or are you going to do more? We like, kind of had it. I, I have one like three hole challenge, but it's terrible. I want to do more YouTube content, but like, again, that's a whole nother production. Um, that is just, it's, it's on the back burner for now, but, uh, that's where we're at. Grunkdolfer.com. Um, you can get all of our polos, all of our hats are on there. Uh, if we're out of something, we're probably going to bring it back into stock real soon. So keep, keep an eye out. That's pretty much it. For sure. All right, dude, I really appreciate you. If you ever want to come on friend of the pod. So I appreciate it, yeah, man. We need to golf yeah. soon, man. What the? Yeah, I mean, you're in uh, Murrieta, so I, it's a bit of a drive, right? But I'd be down to send oh, it with you. I'm so sorry. But, dude, I'm a member at Bear Creek, bro. Like, yeah. just come out and golf with me. Well, when do you want to do it? Next week? Or do you want to do it in two weeks? I'll just text you. Yeah, text me. Um, yeah, two weeks is actually good. Come out and I'll t- it's a really nice course, dude. It's a Jack Nicholas course, so. Okay, flex, dude. Flex on the people. Flex on that's that's not us, dude. Yeah, no All right, fun. so next two, not no, in two Tuesdays on Friday, send it. Okay, deal. All right. All right, man. All right, man. All right, I'll catch you later. Do I appreciate you? All right. I'll-